0: Well, welcome, friends, to the Victory Point Bible Reading Podcast, where normal, everyday disciples open up the Bible and discuss. We don't claim to be theologians here, but no one ever said you had to be, to read and interpret and apply the Word of God to your life. So thanks so much for joining us today, and here's your host. Well, good morning, listeners. It is Monday, February 28th. I think this is the last day of February, what? right? And Dwight Beal here with my guest, Spencer Emmons. Spencer, thanks for joining me.
1: Oh, thank you for having me.
0: Yeah, this is super fun. Uh, Spencer's not normally up and around at this hour. Second shift. (laughs) (laughs) But, hey, welcome to the land of the living. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Well, Spencer, for those of you, our listeners who don't know you or haven't met uh, you yet, give us a little background. Who is Spencer Emmons? Well, I'm from Battle Creek, and I've lived in Kalamazoo,
1: and, uh, well, my upbringing wasn't the best, so I've, I've, uh, I've suffered some qu- consequences from bad decisions, and uh, hmm. I've served 12 years incarcerated, but on the backside of that, I've been in the Holland Rescue Mission Gateway program a couple times. And, okay. Uh, awesome. Um, we got a lot
0: of folks at VP who and, are connected with that Gateway program. And I
1: uh, did the seventy times seven program, which is how I actually got introduced to uh, to Victory Point. Oh, okay. Because I was cleaning the edifice.
0: The edifice. Yes,
1: the the church.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Spencers also very good with words. Edifice is a word for church? Yeah, the grounds. Oh, the grounds. The, yeah. So you were cl- the building oh. the building. So through the 70 times 7 program, you were cleaning the, the church grounds, at the BP. building. Yeah. Is that right? Oh, yeah. Just to to see my work effort, my work ethic. And, okay. Yeah. Awesome. It was
1: pretty interesting.
0: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Well, that's a very uh, unique way to come into contact with with people at VP. So what have you been up to the last few years?
1: Well, the last few years I've been getting myself established at Tyson Foods, uh, just working there. Uh, It's very cold. Uh It's a very cold environment. Um,
0: Yeah. You work in a refrigerator? Yeah.
1: Oh, and sometimes a freezer. Oh, wow. Uh, I drive a reach truck, a forklift. Uh, Okay. Yeah. I'm actually a trainer out there. I've been holding that down for about three years now, so that's been good, although difficult. Yeah. So you drive a forklift? Yes, I do. You're pretty good at that?
0: Decent. (laughs) (laughs) Decent, yeah. Well, you have led an interesting life, Spencer, Uh, and I'm sure it's had lots of ups and downs, uh, uh, but I've just thoroughly enjoyed running into you over the years i think we first met at the mission right oh yeah
1: yes yeah i remember you playing over there a couple mm-hmm. times a couple few times
0: yeah so used cool. to do that once a month Yeah, uh, for a few years uh, back back in the day <clears throat> well thanks again for joining me for this and for those of you who may be tuning into the victory point podcast for the first time there's a bible reading that we go through and it's something we encourage as many people as want to to, to join us. It's just a cool thing to uh, to be part of a body of believers where we're all journeying through the scriptures at the same pace and reading the same passages on the same days because then it's a common experience. You know, the the word is kind of shaping all of us in a similar way at, at the same time. So, uh, if you're not a regular uh, attender on the podcast or the Bible reading plan, uh, we encourage you to check it out. So today's passage is out of the book of Deuteronomy, chapter twenty-six, verses one to eleven. And Spencer, could I ask you to read that? Sure. I'm impressed you don't have reading glasses. Oh yeah. Well, I probably, I the glasses that I have are more for distance than reading. Okay. But you're of that mature age. Oh, yes. Where most of us need reading glasses. Well, yeah. good for you.
1: <laughs> so, Deuteronomy chapter 26, 1 through 11. When you come into the land that the Lord your God is giving you for an inheritance and have taken possession of it and live in it, you shall take some of the, first of all, the fruit of the ground which you harvest from your land, and the Lord your God is giving you, and you shall put it in a basket, and shall go to the place that the Lord your God will choose to make his name to dwell there. And you shall go to the priest who is in office at that time, and say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come into the land that the Lord swore to our fathers to give us. Then the priest shall take the basket from your hand and set it down before the altar of the Lord your God. You shall make response before the Lord your God, a wandering Aramean was my father, and he went down into Egypt and sojourned there, few in number, and there he became a nation, great, mighty, and populous. And the Egyptians treated us harshly, and humiliated us, and laid, us, laid on us hard labor. Then we cried to the Lord, the God of our fathers, and the Lord heard our voice, and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. And the Lord brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand and an outstretched arm, with great deeds of terror, with signs and wonders. And he brought us into this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. And behold, now I bring the first of the fruit of the ground, which you, O Lord, have given me. And you shall set it down before before the Lord your God and worship before the Lord your God and you shall rejoice in all the good that the lord your god has given to you and to your house you and the levite and the sojourner who is among you very interesting passage so interesting you know the first thing that stands out to me is like when he's instructing them to make a response to the to the lord yes yeah. A wandering Aramaean? <laughs> what is that? I actually had to look it up. <laughs> and what is
0: a wandering Aramaean? Well,
1: Aramaean is basically a Canaanite. And, uh, well, not just any Canaanite, but a wandering one. Right. <laughs> so so, so they're just kind of nomadic people, uh, okay. apparently.
0: Mm-hmm. That's pretty much what I've got out of it. And that was the first thing you got out of this uh, passage. You were just really, curious, I'm like what in the world is an Arab man? Why, and why, why is he
1: wandering? Yeah, w- right. Just roaming around Israel or that region, you know. Yep. Like chasing behind some 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 lambs or some flock, you know, so something over there.
0: Right, right. <laughs> uh, I love it that you followed that rabbit trail. Yeah, <laughs> that stuck out to you, and you went after it. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, I noticed that your translation uh, talks about the first of the fruit. Mm-hmm. Like when you come to the land that God has given you, take the first, the first of the fruit. Of my my translation says the first fruits. Mm-hmm. But what what's your understanding, Spencer, of the first of the fruit? It paints me a mental picture of somebody just like the first stuff that
1: comes off the tree. Mm-hmm. That has to go to God, or mm. the first ten, one out of ten, mm-hmm. at least one out of ten has to go, go to the priest and it has to be waived and it has to be approved or whatever it has yeah. to be offered. Yeah. And I don't think that that happens naturally. Hmm. That's why he's giving them an
0: instruction, right? Because you know? naturally, our tendency is to keep it keep the best for ourselves keep it right yeah Yeah, this is such a powerful concept to me whether you call it the first of the fruit or the first fruits i think it's god's way of saying the best of the best yeah like i want i want your best do do you think god is saying take the first like the first ones you pick or just the the first like the best that you pick
1: i think it's probably the best
0: okay the prime yeah the prime what does that mean for us? I found myself asking that question. What does it look like? Because I'm not a farmer, and neither are you. No, not a farmer. So no. what does it what does it mean for us to give God the first of the fruit?
1: Well, I I don't think he's he's limiting it to fruit. Obviously,
0: <laughs> I hope not. You know, it's like
1: our relationships. Uh, I think it refers to all the things that are really important to us hmm. th- those things that are important to us and and not to delay either you know de- delaying is kind of def- is kind of like a no
0: mm-hmm. i have a friend who's when she was raising her children she said delayed obedience is disobedience Dis- yes <laughs> so things that are important to us you said yeah yeah like give me some examples Obviously, uh, our finances—you
1: know—the finances, hmm. you know, the finances are, are, yeah. I I confess to you that I haven't I haven't uh, given regularly. You know what I mean? Hmm. I Haven't given it as regularly as I could or should. You know, I feel like sometimes, like if I was were to set up automatic withdrawal from my my account to mm-hmm. let's just say once a month or whatever it is, once a week. Yep. Yeah. Whenever I get paid, mm-hmm. it's kind of—I'm not really emotionally attached to it. Right. It's, it's just automatic. It's just automatic. Yeah, I'm not really attached to it. I have no kind of investment. I, I don't. I don't feel it. I don't. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel it. Right. Going away or. You feel it more when you pull it when out I, of your wallet or you write I, that check. Yeah, when I have it in my hand and it's like, there it is. This is what I've worked for all week long. Yes. Here it is. Mm-hmm. I feel more of an attachment in that, in that way so Yes, for me personally.
0: Yeah, the, the word tithe isn't used in this passage, but I, that's basically what we're talking about here, isn't it? Yes, it is. In my version,
1: it's the next verse, uh, verse 12, that does mention when you oh, finish okay. paying all the tithe of the of your produce in the third year. Oh, there you go. Which is the year of tithing. Mm-hmm. It talks about it in the next verse. It does talk about it. Yep. But it, uh, it does not
0: explicitly say that in this particular passage. Right. So as I was reading this passage... Two things came to me. One is there's this passage in oh, yeah. Malachi 3 mm-hmm. where God says...
1: Test me now with this. Well, first
0: he says, you're robbing me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, and Malachi says, how? How are we robbing God? And he says, in tithes and offerings. You're not, you're not tithing to me. Mm-hmm. You're robbing me. That's, yeah, that's Isn't that convicting? Yeah, that and then convicting. he goes on to say, test me in this. Mm-hmm. And I will show you that if you bring in the whole tithe, mm-hmm. all of your first fruits, mm-hmm. that I will all open mm-hmm. the floodgates of heaven, you yeah. know. And you won't you know, even have room enough. To, and you won't have room enough. To receive what I'm about to give you. That's why you got to make some room. <laughs> that's right. <This> better. <laughs> I think that's the only place in scripture where God invites us to test him. I've, I've heard that. That you, I know of. I've heard that you can't really receive a blessing unless you unclench your fist, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've also heard this, and I believe it's true because I think this is part of how God set up his economy on earth, that if every believer on earth tithed, Mm -hmm. it would eradicate human need. It would eradicate Mm -hmm. world hunger. It would eradicate that God in his wisdom Mm -hmm. commanded this to his people, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Now just imagine if everyone who believed in Jesus brought their first fruits to him. What it, a work we could we could do. What a work we at, as have. the church could do. Yeah. That sounds very global. It sounds very big. It almost sounds a little unreachable, but we need to just think, hey, in our local communities, you know, it starts with one. It starts with one. It, it starts, starts with you, Spencer it, and, and me. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, you're you're hitting me in the pocket. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but what an amazing promise, yeah, right? It is. Did anything else in this passage oh, jump yeah. out to you?
1: He said a wandering airman was my father, uh see the and he went down into Egypt and sojourned there a few in number, and there he became a a nation, great, mighty and populous. And the Egyptians treated us harshly and humiliated us and laid Laid on us hard labor, and we cried to the Lord, the God of our fathers. And the Lord heard our voice and saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression. And then the Lord did something about what he saw. Mm. I I like the fact that he, you know, there was a little bit of a progression there, how we cried. He saw our affliction, our toil, and our oppression, and he did something. He, The Lord brought us out, out of Egypt, and how did he do that? With a mighty hand, with an outstretched arm, with great deeds of terror, with signs and with wonders, and not only did he, did he bring him out, he also brought him back in, brought us into this place, verse 9, and gave us this land, and it was a land flowing with milk and honey, And so now I'm giving back because of what God has done for me, Yes. because God has done so much for me, what he's brought me out of, what he's brought me through and what he's brought me to, Mm -hmm.
0: I'm bringing it back around. That's powerful, Spencer. That'll Uh, preach, brother. (laughs) And I I sense the the connection and the conviction in in you as you speak about that. Uh, That feels personal. Yeah. God has done a lot for me. I know He's done so much,
1: so so much. You know, like I said, I didn't have the best up of upbringings, but I know that God has been a great father to me, mm-hmm. a, a nurturer. You know, He's uh, made, He's made His word come to life for me. You know, yes. and this is this is awesome. This is an awesome thing. You know, when when the word when God breathes his breath into the word Mm -hmm. and into me personally. Mm -hmm. Wow. Just, wow. I can see things moving. (laughs)
0: Yep. He's painting me a picture. Mm -hmm. I love it. Well, I'd like to wrap up this time by just speaking a blessing over our listeners. I want to encourage you, listener, to think, what does it look like? for you to bring your first fruits Mm. to God? What are those first fruits? What are the things, as Spencer said, the things that are most important to you? How can you bring the best of those things back to God, whether it's your time, your energy, your relationships, your finances? Just know that as we do that, that God will open the floodgates of heaven. So God bless you, and we will